today we're talking about rest to finish off this series. Um, I think when you talk about work, um, and we've been talking about work the past five weeks, this is the fifth week, I can't believe we've made it. Um, this is the fifth week. Uh, I don't think you can talk about work without kind of bringing in the whole concept of rest. Who knows that rest is pretty important, right? Uh, it's pretty important to rest. Um, uh, why is it important? Well, biblically speaking, when you, when you look at the Bible and you go into the book of Genesis, which is the first book, if you didn't know that, and uh, you'll see that the topic of rest comes up pretty quickly um, because it says that God created the world. He did all the work of creating. And then on the seventh day, he just stopped and took a day off. Um, that, 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 that whole scripture that is, is just always um, kind of confused me a little bit. It's like, what, why, why did God need a rest? I mean, he's God. It's not like he needs a rest. It's not like us. He doesn't have physical bodies that get tired. Do you understand? He, he, hasn't, got a, he hasn't got this sort of, he doesn't need to sleep. Like, you know, he doesn't work and work and work and then, oh, I'm so tired. You know, God, that's not God. Okay, God's like, he is life, so it's, he is the abundant life. I mean, it's the breath of God that breathed into Adam and, and Eve that, that brought life into them. He is the source of life. So what is it about God and rest? Like, what, why, why would on the seventh day God need to rest? Have you ever thought about that? Has that ever messed with your head? There's so many things in the Bible that just completely messed with my head. And uh, who, who knows what I'm talking about? You're like, you read it, you're like, what is going on there? But that's good. Because uh, it's all about questions. That's how we learn. Uh, sometimes uh, religion teaches us that we shouldn't ask questions. Don't ask questions. Just listen to what the big man up the front says. No, uh, the, the, the faith, the, this Christian faith is actually all about asking questions and seeing God being faithful in answering them. And you can, you can find them, you can find answers in, even at an intellectual level within the Bible. And um, uh, so I, I want to wrestle with this, this, this whole topic of rest and why did Jesus rest on this seventh day? Let's, let's read it. It's in, in Genesis chapter 2, um, verse, uh, verse 2 to 3. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work that he had done. I love how that scripture kind of repeats itself. But it says in two verses, it just says the same thing twice, right? It's like God rested and then God rested from all the work he had done. <laughs> but I guess it's like trying to underline this point. Like, yes, God rested. Did you hear me? God rested. It's, it's kind of like that. And, and what, there's two things going on, okay? The first thing is he rested from his work. Um, and I just, I just want to just point out that he did work six days before he rested. Um, I'm not giving you a theology of not working here, <laughs> okay? You've got to remember that uh, God gave Adam a job before he gave him a partner. Uh, some of you are like, oh man, I was hoping to get away with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, 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 God, God created work, and it's a good thing to work, and um, and there's a blessing in work, but it's not the be end and end all. Um, and and this day comes where God Himself rests, 
And then he makes it, the second thing he does is he makes it holy. What does that word holy mean? Who knows what that means? I'll tell you what that word means. It means that he set it apart. That's what the word holy means. Set apart, different. He's like, okay, that's all the normal stuff over here. The work, that's, that's part of, that's just part of, but then there's this one day that is holy, that is set apart. And, and it's also, to say it's holy is a way of like, like uh, you know how you, uh, when you're typing an email, a document, and you really want someone to kind of hear or see the important words, so you put them in bold or caps or caps and bold, and if you're really angry, you put an underline, and you do, and if you're really, really upset, you put it in red, <laughs> right? By making it holy, God is like, this is an important thing that you need to note, right? Do you understand? He made it holy. He made it a sacred day. Did you know, did you know that, 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 that rest is sacred? Um, I, I think uh, <laughs> I, I have often felt like when I rest, I don't often feel like I'm doing some sort of sacred act. I don't know if anybody else is um, with me on this, but I certainly feel it. Sometimes I feel when I'm resting, I'm kind of being naughty. Who knows what I'm talking about? Like I should be doing something. Right? I kind of feel guilty. Am I the only one or is there others here that's like, you know, oh, rest, 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 that's just that thing you do when you have to do it. Otherwise, I'm just going all the time, you know. I'm just, I'm just going to keep on going till I fall apart. And uh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Sleep when I'm dead. Remember that song? Bon, bon Jovi. Uh, <laughs> it's a good song, that one. Uh, I wouldn't take it literally because uh, it might happen. Um, so, uh, so, uh, <clears throat> um, this, this whole concept of resting, this, this whole idea that we would feel guilty when we rest is actually not biblical. It's holy for you to rest. It's a good thing. It's sacred for you to take time out and just be. Just be with Him. Um, and, and see, and this is the problem, I think, with our world and the society that we live in and its expectations on us is that it's kind of made rest out to be this utility for us to kind of work more. Do you understand? We've made rest into some... See, let me explain my thoughts here. Life has become so busy and our careers are so driving us forth that everything in our world can actually become... Uh, something that if it doesn't have some sort of use it's kind of thrown aside and it's like it's there but we'll do it when we've got time do you understand it's like if it's not functioning towards our overall goals um, and we get this big word utilitarian kind of look at everything where everything has to have a utility it's like you know I, I, I rest so I can work more Right, but but you have to note this thing about God: is He didn't rest so He could work more. He just rested, and then He made it holy. And you have to understand something: we have been made in the nature of God. You and I, we we are not gods. That is some that is a difference in theology that you will find 
in the Bible and something that you may need to wrestle with in terms of what your, whatever your belief system is. But the, the, but the Bible talks about us actually needing God because we've been separated from God and it's sin that has separated from us from Him. But originally, the original design is God made us in His image. Okay? Now, if we are made in God's image... If we are a reflection of who God is, well, then it's going to be important to us to rest. Do you understand? It's a part of our design as it is a part of God's nature. So when we put it aside and say, yeah, I'll just rest when I've got time, we're actually doing ourselves a disservice. We're actually going against our own nature. And that's why I think when we don't, rest we fall apart and even if you're the type of person and i'm not here to make anyone feel guilty because i am as guilty as anyone in terms of not being good with this but if we if we wait until we are so exhausted we've just driven ourselves to the and if that is how we operate at some point the wheels are going to fall off that lifestyle because we're not designed for that that's why God modeled it to us as early on in the, in the Bible so that we could see that it is important that we make time for rest. We have to make time because it's a part of our nature. Rest is a part of how we actually function as human beings. Created in the image of God. Rest is not... I mean, it is partly something that we do to recharge our batteries, but it's not something that we just do because we need to recharge our batteries so that we can put more into our work. Rest in itself is something that we need to actually be intentional and begin to think about. Do you understand? Now, on this topic of rest, um, I'm not talking so much about there's a, lot of, um, there's a lot of things that we could put under the title of rest that are actually not so restful. You know, watching some sort of dystopian kind of uh, dark show on Netflix may not be that restful. It may make you think, but actually what you're exposing your spirit to could be something that is not bringing rest into your life. Um, <laughs> I, I think one of the lies of our generation, of our society, one of the systems that I believe that the devil, I believe there is evil, an evil force out there that is trying to rob and take away from us. And I believe one of his plans um, is to utilize certain things that are there that are good things, but he, he wants to utilize things to, uh, to kind of get us off track. And one of those two or two of those things is other things, but would be screens and substitutes or substances, sorry. Screens and substances. Sometimes uh, when we think of rest, we think of those two things. I need to um, turn on the television and have a drink. Or turn on the television and eat a gigantic cake. We start going through our apps and like, what can I order? 
Guilty as charged, don't worry. Okay. But you know what? In the long run, you may actually be doing something that is destroying your body. And you may actually be doing something that is, that is actually causing your mind to get all locked down and all sorts of confusion. There's nothing wrong with, oh man, Rachel and I sat down and watched a great movie the other day, just together. And uh, we loved it. It's called The Greatest Showman. And uh, oh my gosh, we, we just loved it. We, 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 we just loved it. It was just like, and then I was so excited to show it to Elijah because Elijah, I think he would like to be the greatest showman. And, and it was just such a delight to watch him. So, so I, I have no problem with, and I think we did eat some popcorn, which I melted some butter and I poured it on top of the popcorn. And Rachel has this addiction to truffle oil. So we've got this tiny little, so she's like, where have you got the truffle oil? I'm like, I've already done it. I've already put it on there. And, uh, you know, I think we probably ate, so I, we had some caramels, we ate some caramels. So don't worry. I'm, these are all good things. But I think when they become the main thing for our rest, um, the point I'm trying to get to is this, is God needs to be central to our rest. When we understand the nature of God and the fact that we have the Holy Spirit living within us, we're going to begin to understand that He is central to all of our rest. And uh, what we do to rest, um, when we have Christ in our world, somehow brings us to Him. Um, And it invokes a sense of worship and a sense of thankfulness or a sense of gratitude and, and that could be through anything. That could be through art. That could be through craft. Uh, that could be through drawing. It could be through great music. Who loves a great, just great music? Just put some good music on and sit back and just relax. Uh, I, there's so many. And all of these things actually are, are hints of the beauty and the nature of God, right? So when we put time aside to rest and just enjoy these things, when we're walking with God and, and we haven't gone after the substitutes, what actually happens? We get this sense of worship in our hearts and, and the rest is just, oh, we just kind of breathe out. But you need to put yourself out to do that. You need to actually make it holy. Do you understand? Hmm. You know, the, 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 the Bible talks extensively about rest. I mean, it, the theme is just running through the whole Bible. Um, uh, Dina stole one of my scriptures this morning. Yeah, you know that. You read my notes. Did you talk to Sam? No? Uh, just like, what's Ryan preaching on? Just because uh, uh, Sam's been in charge of getting, making sure every, all the script. Well, Joy's actually in charge, but Sam is. Look at that. See, that's leadership right there. Coaching going on. Sam is there. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I thought maybe you, you slipped the scriptures over. But I, I'm gonna, the first one I'm going to go to, it's all right, I'm just kidding. It's okay. Um, Psalm 46, verse 10. I mean, listen to this. <clears throat> I love this scripture. He says, God says, be still. Just be still and know that I am God. There's a whole, this whole talk of being mindful and all of that. So this is all good, whatever. But let me tell you something that is better. Um, you know, it's good to, to know that you're breathing and, okay, I'm breathing, I'm mindful, I can feel the tingle of my toes and all of that. It's all good, it's all good. 
But let me tell you something. When we be still and know that God is God, there is a sense of peace that comes like no other. When we, when we be still and we set apart time and set apart ourselves to actually just sit and go, okay, God, you've actually got it all. And we remember something like the Lord's Prayer. Our Father. Our Father in heaven. Our Father. I'm a son. I'm a daughter. I have a, I have a daddy who loves me, who's made a way, whose love for me is abundant, who's poured out his love and poured out everything so that I can walk with him. You know, when you be still and you begin to do that, you'll find rest. And can I say this? Sometimes in life, things can get so difficult and so hard that to, to, to be still is really hard. It, who knows what I'm talking about? I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes to get that place, get into that place when, when, when life is tough, when it isn't going so well, to get into that place where we are still can take some time. But when you've made that time holy, you've got to understand, when you put aside that time for rest, you'll find that you'll come to a place where you're still. But you've got to put it aside. It doesn't kind of happen. It, has, it takes intentionality. It takes, okay, I've got to rest. And, and, and the whole idea of the Sabbath, uh, which was the seventh day that the, the Jewish people would, would, would practice of putting aside a day, was based on this whole idea of God put time aside, so we need to put time aside, right? And they would practice every seventh day. It'd be a Sabbath. It'd be a day off. It'd be no work. It would just be a day of rest. When we're intentional with that time, we'll find that we'll come to a place of stillness. Hmm. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted above in the earth. In other words, I rule over it all. I'm the one in charge. I'm the showrunner here. It's okay, I've got you. You can trust me. You know, God brings you to that place. And the second scripture is Matthew 11, 28, 30. Are you, I, God is really trying to uh, make someone hear this scripture today because he's, this is the second time you're hearing this scripture. Matthew, 11, Matthew 11, uh, 11, 38, 28 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you I will give you a rest. And then he says this, which is really interesting, because it's almost like he's sort of talking in some sort of contrary way, because he says, take my yoke upon you. A yoke? You all know what a yoke is. It's not an egg yolk. Okay? That would be weird. Take my yoke upon you. Like, oh, God. It's the kind of yoke that you would put on a buffalo, right? Maybe I should be that comedian. You thought that was funny? <laughs> the kind that you would put on the neck of a buffalo. Now, you're already thinking like, what? A yoke? Take God's yoke? I, I, I don't want to get locked down into, into something that I don't want to be... I'm not even sure about I, I don't. I, I'd prefer to just make it my own way. I, I'd prefer to do my own thing. And, but the thing is, is 
Whatever you're committed to, you're yoked to. Uh, whatever, whatever, you know, we are, we are made to have a yoke. We are, we are made, actually, as people to have that guiding force that is leading us forward. And the problem is, is, is the world presents to us all of these things that are oh, its work, it's, 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 it's relationships, it's this, it's that, that we yoke ourselves to in order to, because we're trying to get something out of it. But then when we get to the end of the day, whatever that thing was offering, it doesn't quite deliver on what we yoked our lives to. So what God is saying, he's saying, no, 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 yoke yourself to me. Come to me. Come to me, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest 